listening to the CIPD podcast series. Hello and welcome to our first podcast of 2009, where we're going to be taking a look at what's in store for the year ahead. To begin with, we'll look back at the events of the past year and to kick us off, here's the CIPD's Chief Economist, John Philpot, summing up 2008. The year turned out pretty much as CIPD was expecting. Um, At the time, we were seen um, as relatively uh, pessimistic in suggesting that this would be the worst year for jobs in the UK for a decade. If anything, it's been worse than uh, we were expecting. It has been the worst year for jobs. Unemployment's already um, uh, up towards 2 million, which is what we were expecting. If there's a difference between um, what happened in 2008 and uh, what we were expecting then for 2009, is that now we reckon 2009 is actually going to look a lot worse. Um, so, you know, there's even more bad news to come. Now, we have seen a raft of measures from government to try and contain the economic situation. Do you think they've done enough? Well, there's a global problem here and governments all around the world um, are essentially throwing money at the problem. Central banks are also cutting interest rates. Uh, In principle, uh, the action that they're taking should work. The problem is um, we live in uncertain times, unprecedented financial difficulties, and there are question marks over the effectiveness of uh, policy responses. So looking specifically at the measures government has taken, which were aimed at helping employers and working people... Have they done enough there, do you feel? Has it been helpful, the things they've come up with? Well, there are two um, types of approach to uh, sort of stimulate jobs. One is indirectly by having an impact on uh, the demand for goods and services, and we've seen... um, uh, a sort of quite a generous cut in uh, in VAT as not clear how much of a stimulus effect that will have. What government's also doing is um, increasing the amount of money it's uh, offering businesses and people at risk of, of losing their jobs. Um, rapid response um, approaches that had previously been used simply for large-scale redundancies are now going to be spread much more widely. Um, and people who are at risk of um, uh, being put on to the uh, the unemployment queue are going to be given more assistance with retraining, job job search, all of those sorts of things. Even if that doesn't help them find the job immediately, it increases their chances of getting one relatively quickly when the economy recovers. You can read more of John's analysis and his economic predictions at cipd.co.uk slash labour market. Next, I talked to Jackie Orme, the CIPD's own chief executive. Before she joined, Jackie had a successful career in HR, most recently at PepsiCo, and I asked her how she'd be preparing for the year ahead if she was still running an HR department now. It's a really good question, isn't it? I think there's no one answer on this, but I think there's a couple of things that I would say have gone to the top of the list for me if I was still in a big HR role. I mean, the first one is cost and cost-effectiveness has clearly just gone shooting through the roof. Now, it should always be a part of the bread and butter for HR people, but absolutely I think it's gone up in terms of focus. And so just stepping back and figuring out, even if there are five things which are a good idea to do next year, what are the one or two that you really want to protect and that you really want to keep in place for the business in the longer term, recognising that some of the short-term imperatives are going to mean that the funds to do things are just not where they would normally be. Um, But the second thing I think you touched on is I'd be paying a lot of attention to my team because ultimately the HR team need to provide a steady hand through what for some people will be a crisis and for some people will be more business as normal. But for those people who are 
concerned about what's coming, for those organisations where there is bad news ahead, that the tone and the nature of the HR leadership is really going to make the biggest difference between how those changes get implemented and how employees feel about them. Of course, there's uncertainty across many sectors. And I spoke with BT's Group Human Resources Director, Alex Wilson, and I asked him what he expects to be focusing on in 2009. I think the big challenges for us, I would say, are are three. One, we've got to be... We we are leading uh, the, the debate and the actions within the company to appropriately size the manpower of each of our market segments and that's a nice jack and what it means is expand but don't add too much overhead ahead of your business in the expansion areas because Europe for us although it might be a challenge is still growing well Asia's growing very well the US all those businesses in the UK yeah we're going to have to uh, lean size or downsize we're going to have to make sure that during tough times uh, which we I foresee and I think we foresee as a company do you actually take the opportunity to, to, to lean size the organisation make sure you're fit I mean, I've lived through small recessions, I am that old before, and it is a great opportunity if you take it and do it professionally to to eliminate fat from your organisation that may have built up over time. So I think that's one, that's quite a hard-edged sort of objective. The second one is communication with the organisation. This is a time of uncertainty anywhere. And one of the questions in this morning's session uh, actually related to that. How do your employees feel? Do they worry they will have a job tomorrow? And I think a core part of HR is step up the engagement of any company, of the employee workforce now, tell them exactly what your strategy is, whether it's change, whether there's an emphasis, be transparent, be honest, and if you can do it and you're a strong enough company, give them that reassurance. But without denying the reality of the challenges that exist in the markets in which you operate. So I think there's another big piece there. Um, and the third is, again, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to pick up talent. This is again a time where you can display to your own talent the opportunities you have as a company, but also look at other companies who may be less fortunate, may struggle, and to actually acquire talent from those companies. So these are, as well as challenging, very opportunistic times. I think the fourth point, I did say three, but fourth, is to display to the organisation the whole, you're still investing in the right things. So I think that's the three or four priorities for us in the specific environment which we're in and I think will develop in the next few months. Jackie Orme has experience of working in both public and private sector. So I asked her what her instinct was about how organisations have been coping so far in these difficult times. I notice a real difference in this downturn um, versus the early 90s. Uh, there's a much more balanced approach to to both recognising that organisations need to be set up um, structurally and financially for success but that they want to retain the engagement of their employees and the trust of their employees through this. So I haven't seen the same level of perhaps knee-jerk reaction that we may have seen in the past. I think a lot of employers are bringing a very balanced, short and long-term look to what's going on. And they care about how their employees are going to regard them once the good time set in again. You're listening to the CIPD podcast series. If you remember, industrial action was the focus of our last podcast and predictions were made of a surge in industrial action during a recession. But could the reverse in fact be true? Might the worry of redundancy and unemployment mean that people's main focus is to keep their jobs? I put that to John Philpott. It seems to me that people's expectation of industrial action next year have levelled out. They're not quite so anxious about that prospect as they were perhaps only three to six months ago. 
I think the uh, recession is likely to uh, put industrial action on the back burner, but only on the back burner. If employers don't um, take action in the depth of the recession to engage with their staff and keep them on board, there's a risk that grievances will build up. Um, and then the likelihood is that we will see the industrial action that's feared when the good times come. That would be the last thing that you'd want in an economy that's uh, recovering, uh, because you'd want everybody batting for the UK. And uh, if we have industrial action, that won't be the case. When I spoke to BT's Alex Wilson at the annual conference in Harrogate earlier this year, I asked him for his thoughts about industrial relations over the next 12 months. I think some of the debates are going to become more challenging, that's for sure. Um, we genuinely have a very positive and constructive relationship with our two unions. They are a professional but very commercial orientated group who understand that the health and the wealth of the company is beneficial to our employees slash their members. So that's constructive, but we're going to have to, to look at some areas like downsizing in some of our, our more traditional products and services, and we're going to have to look at things like the cost of the pension scheme to the company and its sustainability, because we don't want to close it. And they are going to become challenging issues. But we do have a history. We haven't seen industrial action for, for well, before my time, so it's maybe 10 to 17 years. But yeah, you're going to have to move into sort of slightly more challenging arenas uh, in the next 12 to 18 months. But with the right communication, the right honesty, the right transparency, the right justification, um, you can normally work through these things with some degree of angst, but success. You don't have to go for confrontation, not necessary. So I've got some hope and confidence that between me and my team and the union officials, we can, we can manage this process successfully. In the weeks following my conversation with Alex, BT did indeed announce that it expects to make significant job cuts in the coming months. The majority of these are likely to be agency and contract staff, including offshore workers. The company did say that job losses weren't a direct result of the economic downturn, more a case, as Alex explained to me, of becoming leaner in preparation for leaner times. Next, I turn to a very different organisation. I spoke with Satish Pradam, Executive Vice President of Group HR for Tata Sons, which is part of the multinational conglomerate Tata Group. I asked him what he expected the coming year to mean for his role. I expect to spend physically doing the same things that I've been doing, but in the context of ensuring that the institutions that we have in the institution of the Tata Group is more adapted and moving towards the kind of sustainability that is needed for the future. And this necessarily means at all levels being cognizant of three important aspects of our existence. The community, the environment, and the economic viability of what we do. Uh, increasingly at all levels, we will need to fold these into the way we do every transaction as much as every strategy that we conceive. So from the highest level of organizational thinking and perspective to the simplest transaction that we perform, these three must inform the perspective with which we undertake what we undertake. The focus for many practitioners is going to shift in the coming year. But what about the CIPD itself? I asked Jackie Orm about its place in changing times. It's a testing time for the CIPD, isn't it? Do you feel that the role of the organisation is shifting slightly? 
I think the role of the organisation, I mean, the role of the organisation continues to be about the advancement of the HR profession. And, it, and it's the advancement of the HR profession in order to build sustained performance in organisations. And I, I think that hasn't shifted. I think it's the the day-to-day content, the day-to-day questions that, that members want to know about, the day-to-day issues that they're dealing with that have, that, that's shifting and that's changing. So the trick for us is to understand, and I, I, you know, I've said this recently consistently, I said it at Harrogate, the trick for us is to know and to understand what people, our members, but also people in, in, in HR practice, what they want and need at or before the time that they know they want or need it. And I think that's probably the, that, that's probably got dialled up in importance at the moment because the context that we're all working in is changing so fast. So two or three months ago, it looked very different from how it looks now. So I think it's less about the role of the organisation changing. I think it's about the speed of response in, in such a fast-changing environment that we have to really put at the fore if we're going to deliver on that promise, that commitment, that we're going to give our members and people in HR practice what they want and need at or before the time they know they want or need it. One organisation that seems to be weathering the economic storm pretty well so far is Google. I asked their HR and staff director for Europe and Middle East Asia, Leanne Hornsey, whether, like many organisations, they might be consolidating in 2009. I very much um, doubt that Google will be consolidating. I think there's um, a a lot more in terms of geographic and product expansion for us. Um, So, no, I think my agenda next year is probably going to be bucking the trend in terms of of the HR agenda. It's definitely going to be much more about expansion. Um, clearly one of the things that is always important for anyone working at Google is the employee engagement piece. Um, you know, we work very, very hard on having what we consider to be um, an incredible culture and, and that will always be core to everything I do. Um, so really that's, that's what I'll be about next year. It'll be a bit of a difference for many other people, I think. So what will be Google's main focus? The big agenda item for me is much more around the development of, of, our, of our existing employees. We call them Googlers. And we have some phenomenal people. We hire very talented individuals. And I think much of what I'll be doing over the next 12 months is to make sure that those guys, those people, have really clear and broad development paths. We've, we've grown very considerably through hiring from outside. I think now is the time to really develop our people into more senior roles and hire from outside at the more junior level with, with more graduates. We're at a bit of a, a sort of changing, you know, moment of change in terms of, of our strategy in terms of growth. So um, for the first time ever, we're looking really seriously at hiring big, big numbers of graduates so that we hire at the sort of, you know, more junior levels and, and we're looking to promote from within. Um, so that whole talent management, succession planning, development agenda is tremendously important to us. Um, and I've gone on record several times saying it's very difficult for me because in many organisations... Um, you work on maybe 10, 20% high potential people. I genuinely believe in Google you're working on 80, 90% high potential people because we hi- we're so careful about how we hire. Clearly the recession is affecting different organisations in a variety of different ways. But CIPD members can share their experiences and discuss the issues they're wrestling with in our online discussion forums. So log on to cipd.co.uk slash community. And to get that conversation going, I asked Jackie Orme about her fears for 2009. I think that we talk ourselves into a worse place than we need to be. And I, I think that's actually a wider issue than, than HR. I think... You know, there has been a huge amount of 
talking ourselves into the place that we've gone to. And I guess, you know, I'm sure at some point in time somebody's going to do a case study on the role of the media in this particular economic crisis. Indeed. And how it's played and how it's influenced um, consumer behaviour, government behaviour, and, and just the behaviour more widely in organisations. It's so, already being discussed, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think, you know, I think let's, let's, let's go at the pace we need to go at and let's not over-anticipate the bad news or, or, or the future. It doesn't mean we don't have to plan ahead and do some scenario planning. Absolutely we do. But I think not talking ourselves into a worse position. I think for the CIPD, it's making sure that we understand really quickly um, what members are, are needing and how they how they want to respond. And I think that's something we can't ever lose sight of. And I said it earlier on, as the pace of change around us quickens, there's a huge challenge for us in there about making sure we are really fleet of foot. Uh, and that's an area that I think we need, just need to make sure that we're really focused on. Certainly from early on in this crisis, the media seemed quite keen to play up the gloom and doom. Finally, for a more considered, if less sensationalist viewpoint, I return to John Philpott. The CIPD's chief economist has been in great demand recently for his level-headed perspective, and I asked him for his predictions for the year ahead. Well, a lot depends um, on what happens with regard to uh, this uh, stimulus package and the, the cuts in interest rates. My current expectation is that in the best of all possible worlds, um, unemployment's going to rise to uh, at least two and a half million. Um, if the package doesn't work as much as the uh, the government hopes, then we're talking about something closer to, uh, to three million. Uh, the likelihood is that we'll see unemployment um, up above two and a half million by the end of 2000. 2009 um, and uh, uh, higher still um, come into 2010. If there is, you know, good news on the horizon, it's that um, we would expect the economy to be recovering uh, by Christmas 2009, with the prospect of um, some growth in employment returning um, by the middle of 2010. The next 12 months look certain to test all of us with some tough challenges, but there will also undoubtedly be opportunities. To find out more about the resources the CIPD can offer to help you, visit cipd.co.uk slash recession. Next time around, we'll be looking at organisational development and in March, our podcast will take a closer look at redundancy, how to manage it and how to cope with the implications in the workplace. As ever, you can find the notes accompanying this programme at cipd.co.uk slash podcasts. Until then, goodbye and a very happy new year from me and all at the CIPD. You've been listening to the CIPD podcast series.